This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I know I say this every week, but I'm so grateful for each of you for tuning in week to week and helping to really grow this platform. This is going to be episode number 93. We have surpassed well over 60,000 downloads, which is absolutely mind-blowing to me. So just a very sincere thank you and extension of my gratitude to each of you who have tuned in for sharing the podcast, whether it be on social media or talking to your friends about it. It is, I just, I'm really blown away. And what I'm talking about is going to tie into the topic that I want to dive into today, which is attachment to the outcome and why we do things. And when I started this podcast, I had no plan for it, zero plan for it. I just knew that I wanted a platform where I could speak about what I wanted for as long as I wanted without having to break it down into 15-second intervals. And I wanted a platform where people who really cared about what I had to say would come and tune in every week, which is exactly what has happened. I didn't want to leave my content or my message up to... Uh, social media platforms where, you know, maybe you'd see it and maybe you wouldn't. So on the podcast, the reason why this platform has become so important to me and why I cherish each and every listener is because I know that my listeners are religiously tuning in every week and they're invested in this message. They're invested in growing themselves and they they don't want to miss anything. And that's probably you that I'm speaking to. So I just... Thank goodness I started this podcast is is what I want to say, because it really has become so profound for me in terms of my own personal growth, giving myself permission to just, you know, say what I want, when I want to say it, how I want to say it. There have been so many times that I have hit publish on an episode and I've thought, oh my God, is any, like, did that even make sense? And I've had so many of you come back to me saying, you're so articulate, Lisa. And I, it always makes me laugh because I always think, really? Because I feel like I go around in circles a lot. So there's you know a little behind the scenes of how even I can get into my head about being judgy of myself and I have to just dismiss it. So this podcast has been a really powerful growth platform for me personally as well. You know, I just say, Lisa, turn on the mic. Go do what you do, say what you're going to say, 
and that's fine. I don't generally have notes in front of me. I just have some topic that I know I want to dive into and I just run with it. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that these topics are resonating with you guys and that you're able to take these messages into your daily life and create your own transformation or just pause and think about things differently. See a different point of view or have a different interpretation of life around you. So attachment to the outcome. Now, if I had started this podcast with a very specific, I want it to do X, Y, and Z, I would have never have gotten it off the ground. And in fact, if I'm being totally honest, which is the only way I can really be, it took me a long time to even launch the podcast because I had to get out of my own way. And I always laugh when I hear people wanting to launch their podcast and they're caught in the details and what platform should they use and they're looking for the perfect intro outro or the right graphics and you know all the moving pieces and what I've told so many people is just hit record and put it out there because if you listen to episode one if you go way back in the way back machine and listen to episode one versus episode you know, today's episode, you'll find that I'm a lot more relaxed. You know, we do have an intro and sometimes an outro. The podcast has evolved because I have evolved, but so often we just need to start. So circling back, if I had been attached to, well, I want it to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, if it's not doing this, then, you know, I'm not going to do it. I would have quit a long time ago. So the first year of the podcast was really just a commitment that I'm going to get a podcast out every single week. And I did that. And I think there's only been two weeks out of the entire time that I've been doing this podcast that I have not gotten an episode out. And I was totally fine with that too, because we're not going here for perfection. We work from excellence. And sometimes things just don't work out. So I don't judge myself on it. I don't make it mean anything. And I simply just move on. So that's how the podcast started. And because I had no attachment to the outcome, it was just, you know, week to week, put some content out, Lisa, talk to your people, say something. Like sometimes I literally turn on the mic and say, okay, Lisa, just say something. Like you always have something to say, just say something. and. Don't be attached to whether or not this particular episode resonates because maybe the next one will. I can't be attached to how you, my listener, receives the episode. I can only turn on the mic and speak from my heart and do my best to provide you with content that is going to not just inspire you, but really create action and transformation in your life. Because it's great to be inspired, but I'm not here to inspire people. I'm here to disrupt your status quo and basically give you a swift kick in the rear so that you can see the stories that are holding you back. So there's the, the origin of the podcast and why I had to do this without being attached to what it was going to gain me. So Now I can look back and see, okay, this has been really an amazing platform. You guys get to know me. I have so many people write in and tell me the changes that they're making in their lives because of this podcast. I had one woman write to me and 
she, you're probably listening. And I loved it. She's like, Lisa, I don't need to work with you because I've taken the content that you've given me on the podcast and I've applied it to my life and things are so different. And I love that. I absolutely love that. So I want you to look at in your life where you are so attached to the outcome, you are missing the joy of the journey and all the other lessons that are there for you. So within the podcast, again, I've learned to just turn on the mic and speak. I've let go of perfectionism. You know, if you've listened to the episode where I'm grilling chicken in the background, or I've done episodes where there's motorcycles going by, or I'm out on my walk, or I'm in the car, let go of perfectionism. I let go of trying to make it right. So I really just turn on the mic and talk. So there's been so many things. I learned about how consistent I can be and how committed I can be. I know that many of you think that those things come easily to me and they do in some areas and in other areas I struggle. So it's really taught me how to be consistent. It's taught me how to play kind of the long game and how I can use this platform to really connect with my audience. And some of you, like this one particular listener, are going to get what you need for the podcast and be able to transform your lives. And others of you are going to want to come into my programs or work with me one-to-one. And that's amazing as well. Because by the time you choose to do that, you already, you know me better than I know you. And I really love that. It also grew me in terms of just being so visible. So I know you can't physically see me when I'm recording the podcast, but when I go look at downloads and I see that, you know, 900 people have downloaded an episode and then I visualize 900 plus people standing in a room and me standing on a stage speaking in front of them, it takes my breath away because there was a period of time in my life where if you put like six people in a room and you stuck me in front of them and I would break out into a sweat, afraid of judgment, what they were going to think of me, you know, if I really had something important to say. So the fact that this podcast has really gotten me used to and able to just speak, not knowing who, you know, who I don't even know 900 people. So who are all of you? And I, I love that, that I still show up, even though I have no idea who's listening. I have zero attachment with how I'm being judged. You know, some of you are loving me and some of you are rolling your eyes as you listen. And maybe you never come back and listen again. I can't be attached to how it's received. So this is what I mean about the joy of the journey, the joy of the journey. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I think about three, four weeks ago now, about four weeks ago now, we opened doors to one of my signature programs, Weight Loss From Within. And... I've been witnessing the journey that these women are having in there. And I can just, I can't even begin to tell you, I had a total Oprah moment the other day where I was just so overcome with gratitude and disbelief that this container that I put together and this program that literally was like an inspired vision, probably three years ago or so, uh, this program that I just, I knew it had to happen is creating such profound transformation for these women. They had no idea the stories that they were carrying around about their weight, their bodies, food, 
And yet they've been spending years and years and years struggling, wondering why they can't create the outcome that they want. They had no idea the things that were actually holding them back. And day after day, I've watched them. It's like unload this heavy emotional burden that they've been carrying and place it down. And I can literally feel when I go in the room now, the suffering dissipating and the freedom, the freedom that these women are stepping into when they realize that what they wanted was always there for them. So let me say that again, what they wanted has always been there for them, not when they lose weight, not when they look a certain way, not when they can wear a certain thing, even when it comes to the choices that they're making around their food, like recognizing that they have always had ultimate freedom. They just didn't see it because they were so caught up in the rules and the stories they were telling themselves about food and their bodies. Fascinating. And we have women that have been struggling with their weight for most of their life. And we also have women in the room who do not struggle with their weight, but that does not mean that they're not waging war on their bodies because this program really has nothing to do with a number on the scale or weight loss. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. Will it impact the results? 100%. But you have to move through the stories that are holding you back first. So again, bringing it back to attachment to the outcome, as we've moved through the days, so many of these women have talked about all the things that they do. You know, I've been eating healthy, I've been exercising, and they go through this whole long, you know, dialogue. And then, you know, but my body let me down because I didn't get what I wanted. Meaning for most of them, weight loss. And I said, well, if you weren't focused on weight loss as being the goal, if you didn't make that the outcome, how would this journey be different? What would like eating to take care of yourself and eating to nurture yourself and looking in the mirror and appreciating and valuing what you see, how would that be different? Or are you only willing to do those things if you're guaranteed that you get the outcome you want? So herein lies the root of so much of their suffering because everything has been about that end goal. But the irony is almost every single woman in this room has lost weight before. Most of my listeners have played the weight loss game or they have really struggled to make themselves physically and emotionally a priority because that really is at the heart of my work. My work isn't really about weight loss per se anymore. But they're so attached to that particular outcome that even when they get there, even when they achieve what they want, it's still not good enough. It's it's still not good enough. So how would the journey around being in partnership with your body, and even that might be disruptive for you to hear, meaning like partnership with my body. I don't even trust my body. My body's not doing what I want it to do. It's not giving me what I want it to give me. 
And the story is that your body is constantly letting you down and you can't trust it because it doesn't give you what you want. But have you ever considered that your body isn't letting you down and that you're letting your body down because you're so attached to the outcome of weight loss or transformation that you're not actually giving it what it needs to thrive and enjoying the journey And the journey is waking up every day and knowing yourself better, saying, what do I need to give myself today to love myself more? How can I nurture my body? How can I make choices that support how I want to feel? How can I continue to put one foot in front of the other today, not knowing what's going to be on the other side of that? And the irony is, is when you actually just focus on that on a day-to-day basis and make choices from that place, chances are you're going to step into the outcome you want. But when you're attached to when, that's going to happen. And when you're attached to that being the only thing, you miss out on what you actually need to do and who you need to be to create that outcome. So I'm going to give you another example that hopefully will resonate with you. And this is, you know, in real time in my life. So last year, if you've been a longtime listener, you already know this story. I was preparing to go back up on stage in, you know, figure slash bodybuilding in April of 2020. Now, obviously, we all know that 2020 has been a total cluster and that did not happen. So I have come out of you know, that dieting down phase, and I have gone into a building phase. So building phase is radically different. And I would say it is so much more challenging because now it's about lifting really heavy, eating a lot of food, which I know many of you are like, oh, poor you, Lisa, eating all the food. Trust me, when you are eating on top of eating, because I'm trying to force my body to grow. And at 47, almost 48 years old, this is not an easy task. I am tired. I am tired, people. (laughs) I am tired. I am like a teenage boy going through puberty. I want to sleep all the time because my body is trying to grow. Meanwhile, I'm still running my business raising my family, trying to navigate the uncertainty of 2020 as we head into the school year, which is a whole other podcast episode of some of the things we're having to come face-to-face with as parents with um, our nine-year-old. So here I am building, 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 building with the hope that maybe I'll put on a couple pounds of lean mass, which on my frame, I'm only five foot one, a couple pounds makes a really big difference. So that when I go on stage next year, (laughs) and even that sounds funny, when I go on stage next year, I don't even know when next year that's going to happen or if it's going to happen. So I am doing a lot of work. I'm having to stay very, very focused. And guess what? I don't know when I'll be able to do a show. So I don't know when the outcome of all my work will pay off for me. In fact, just this morning, my coach messaged me and said, you know, we've got three and a half more months of building before we start the, you know, dieting phase again, because the plan was to do my April show in 2021 in LA. 
But as more time ticks by, and as I watch what's going on in the world, not from a place of fear, anxiety, or worry, but just, okay, what's here? I haven't made any decisions yet, but I really struggle to see that come April of 2021, we will all be moving about the world and things will be back to air quote normal. I don't think we're anywhere near close to normal, especially as I watch my friends and colleagues and clients in Australia really struggling with the second wave of COVID and a pretty strict curfew and lockdown again, quarantine again, kids out of school again. And there I'm really witnessing how hard it is for them to go into this a second time and with much greater restrictions. So considering, you know, Canada's is still relatively, we're doing pretty well. Uh, in the States, it's really kind of all over the place. I don't think I'm speaking out of term. It's just all over the place. I have a really hard time believing that my show will be a go in 2021. So here I am, busting my butt. Now you see, if I was attached to that show in 2021, it would be really, really hard to stay motivated and inspired. So I responded to my coach today and said, you know, basically, I'm fine to continue to build even into January and February. So come December of this year, I will make a call on whether or not I feel confident about a show in April. And if I don't, I'm going to keep building. And that might mean I may not even do a show in 2021 because the prep to get ready for a show, the volume of training, it's a different, you know, it's it's different from building. I think it's actually easier, but it's very like, I can't really explain it there's a lot of time and energy that goes into it. And of course, when you're pulling back your caloric load, it can be really challenging as well mentally to be turned on and sharp. And for what I do in my business, it's really important that I'm fully present with my clients and, and can you know run my business with all my brain cells firing. And the reality is for bodybuilding, when you're close to going on stage, you are not the sharpest knife in the drawer. That's just the nature of the sport. This is why, you know, unless you're doing shows, do not aspire to be that lean. It's it's not a normal state of being for your body, nor is it the wellest state of being for your body. It's it's for a day and then you go eat and you you bring up your levels of body fat, but I digress. What I'm trying to say here is I have to be focused on my build. I have to be focused on my training. I have to really love the journey of this. And to be honest, there's been some days I'm like, why am I doing this? I question. And then I go back to, but Lisa, you love to train. You love doing this. And even if my show doesn't take place next year, come you know February or March, I will still go through a very slow and easy, air quote easy, but you know, do it gently and gradually uh, lean down phase so that I do get to see what all my hard work, you know, what I've created for myself in the gym. It's like growing a business when all of a sudden more clients start coming in and you get to see the changes in your your bank account and my client roster. This is the same thing. It's like I have to make sure that it's baked into my programming that I appreciate and really acknowledge the changes that I've created. 
So, but as for show, I have no, I have no idea. Now, if I was attached to that show, I would have given up a long time ago, or I would have stopped being so committed to that journey. But because I'm not attached, and this is what I told my coach, I'm not attached to going on stage next year because it does have to fit my schedule. And if I have to wait till 2022, so be it. Because I trust that everything is unfolding exactly as it is meant to for my highest and greatest good. And One of the absolute favorite quotes that one of my mentors, Jim Fortin, uses that I've really adopted and brought into my life is that I surrender to the destiny that rules my path, basically. I surrender my power to the destiny that rules my my path. And I trust that everything is really working out for me in the way that it's meant to, and that I'm going to continue to grow, (laughs) not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually through this process. And I'll be able to help you really look at your life through a different lens. So I want you to think about how you are making decisions and are they based on I'm doing this because I want this. And if I don't get this, then I'm going to throw my hands up in the air and say, screw it. I'm not doing this. It never works for me, blah, blah, blah. Imagine if I'd throw my hands up in the air and said, oh, COVID, screw it. Like now I don't get to go on stage and stomping my feet and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. That's not how I'm going to live my life. If you want freedom and you want to feel your best every single day, treat every single day like it is the only day. (laughs) Today is a day in my life. Today is a gift and an opportunity for me to be upright on this planet and experience the journey that I'm here to have in the best way possible. And I don't know what tomorrow or two weeks or four years from now looks like, but what am I committed to today? How do I want to feel today that is going to support the vision that I want for myself in the future, but doesn't have me, you know, clinging and so attached to the outcome of it looking a certain way? That, my friends, is true freedom. So look at your own life. Look at your relationship with your body. Look at your relationship with food. Look at your relationship with other people and ask yourself, am I showing up in this way because I'm trying to control the way I want things to be? And if I don't get them the way I want them, how does that impact my behavior? How do I continue to show up or not show up for myself? What is the energy behind the actions that I'm taking? Because if you want to have a relationship with your body that is filled with freedom and ease, there's nothing wrong with wanting to transform your body. But if it's coming from a place of not good enough, and it has to get to this outcome in order for me to love and accept myself, you're missing what actually needs to happen and how you need to be in relationship with your body today in order to create the outcome that you want. And that outcome may be a year from now, two years from now. If you didn't know when it was, would you still keep going? Would you be eating healthy if you didn't know when your body was going to change? Would you keep exercising if you didn't know when your body was going to be stronger? And, you know, just to close this out, if you are only using the scale 
as the one metric to measure your changes, you are doing yourself a disservice because there are so many metrics that you can use to measure your progress. And are you making those other metrics mean as much as the number on the scale? So the fact that you have more energy, that you feel better, that you just have a brighter outlook on life, that you're feeling stronger, that you're sleeping better, that your thoughts are clear. How much are you making that matter versus the number on the scale? So on that note, I will leave you to ponder those things, pick up a pen and paper, write out those questions in your journal and let the answers flow because you will be amazed what happens when you sit down and you give yourself full permission to express yourself without judgment, just with curiosity, to see the stories that you are holding at a subconscious level. You think you're thinking your way through them, you're not pen to paper, and drop into my DMs over on Instagram and let me know what you discover. So be attached to today. It really is all you have. Until next week, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I look forward to seeing you in my DMs over on Instagram. And until next week, remember, make yourself a priority. Today, more than ever, your physical and emotional well-being needs to matter. If you are not putting yourself at the top of your ladder of priorities, you are putting yourself at risk for ill health. And today, more than ever, we need to make sure that we are taking very good care of ourselves so that we can show up in the world in a way that is going to impact profound change. We can't do that if we're if we're at the bottom of the barrel in terms of priorities. So until next week, have a beautiful week and take good care of you. You know me, so you know I like to ask disruptive questions. So here's one for you. How much significant and lasting transformation do you believe you can experience in just one hour? When you book a one hour transformational call with me, this is exactly what you'll discover. I know it sounds impossible that just 60 minutes could radically impact your life, but my clients who are probably women just like you can vouch for just how significant that 60 minutes was to their lives. If you're tuning into this podcast regularly, this is what I already know about you. You're smart, you're hardworking, you're ambitious, and to an outsider, you probably look like you have it all together. A successful career, you might be an entrepreneur or a CEO, or juggling a picture-perfect family. Everything that society says makes a woman successful. But you don't feel like you've got it all together. I'd love for you to consider that you might be incredibly successful and yet not see yourself as successful. In fact, for many of my clients, it takes me pointing out what they've achieved for them to see it for themselves. Most of the women I work with have never taken the time to pause and acknowledge their accomplishments because they're too busy focusing on the next thing they want to get after. I often joke that they set such high bars for themselves, but as soon as they get close to reaching them, they simply raise the bar. It's a never ending cycle that perpetuates the story you might be telling yourself that wants you to believe you're not there yet, wherever you think there is. 
More often than not, these same women genuinely believe they haven't done enough and haven't earned the right to call themselves successful. You might be just like many of my clients and love setting and accomplishing goals, have no problem getting things done. You know what it means to embrace the hustle and working your ass off might be your status quo. The women who seek me out for coaching have begun to realize that no amount of doing is going to give them the feeling of fulfillment they're looking for. What makes this realization even more painful is the acknowledgement that all the doing is having a significant impact on their physical and emotional well-being. You might be saying you're ready to take better physical care of yourself, have more quality time with your family, maybe make more money with less effort, stop feeling so exhausted, and simply stop caring so much about what other people think, or worse yet, judging yourself at every turn. You know what you want, and you know you should be able to get it done. So why aren't you able to just make it happen? The deep gut level knowing that you need to make a change in your life has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished on paper or how successful you might appear to someone looking at you from the outside. Nor will change come from just trying harder, pushing more, or beating yourself up with shoulds. You just know something doesn't feel right. And if you're willing to be honest with yourself, you probably already know what needs to change and what you need to stop avoiding. If you're listening to me thinking, how is Lisa in my head right now and able to articulate exactly what I've been feeling? Here's what I would ask you to consider. The most successful people I know have all reached a point where they decided to get one-to-one support. It doesn't matter how many self-development books you read or how many group courses you take. Nothing compares to -to one-to-one coaching. It's the difference between taking a bus across the country versus hopping on an airplane. Both will help you reach your destination, but the speed at which transformation is possible with a one-to-one coach is undeniable. You're not destined to run like a machine day after day, never stopping to look yourself in the eyes, in the mirror, and ask what it is you need. You need a breakthrough. But one-to-one coaching is not for you if you're committed to your suffering, victimhood, and the bullshit holding you back. This is not for you if you refuse to be open to change. It's also not for you if you want a quick fix or you are only willing to go kicking and screaming into new habits and behaviors. But if you are sick of wading through the chaos and the exhaustion and pretending it's all fine, if you recognize that some massive disruption might be just what you need to overcome comparisonitis and self-defeating head trash, If you're done with trying the same stuff that just isn't working over and over, such as overworking, being busy, undereating, overeating, overcomplicating life, numbing out with social media, drinking, Netflix, or trying to solve everyone else's problems instead of focusing on your own, or maybe you're done searching for the next business or self-help or parenting or relationship program to fix your problem because you've finally begun to realize that you are the common denominator. And if you are ready to turn inward and be radically honest with yourself, I'm here to support you. 
Apply for a one hour transformational breakthrough call with me today. We'll go deep into what's keeping you trapped and how you can overcome it to achieve a life you feel good living with the physical and emotional well being you desire. And if you're thinking, Lisa, this sounds uncomfortable, you're right. But what is it costing you to live with the current level of discomfort you're tolerating? And how much longer are you willing to endure feeling the way you're feeling? If nothing changes, nothing changes. It's your choice. When you say yes, all I ask is that you show up with honesty, curiosity, bravery, and an openness for what will be 60 minutes of your life that will change you in ways you will soon discover. Go to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WWM today to apply for your call. Space is limited and I can't wait to hear from you.